Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I want to welcome you to another episode. I'm very, very excited to talk about this topic today of spiritual ascension. So many of my clients uh, are on their journeys uh, to really breaking through barriers that have held them back. I've had a lot of friends ask me about this concept. Um, I myself have been on a journey of understanding exactly what this is. And so I wanted to share it with you because I, I know for sure um, 2018 has been a banner year for everybody. I mean, totally different year than really anything you've ever experienced. Um, and I really could never have predicted or imagined the types of experiences that I would have that would truly change my life forever, let alone how I would grow from them. And I know each year I say that, and I think I would bet each of you um, look back on the year before and say, holy crap, I never, never could have anticipated uh, these particular things happening. Um, And that's intentional. Your soul doesn't need you to know or want you to know uh, what's going to happen uh, in the year ahead, uh, because otherwise you would, you would try to prepare for it or try to avoid it. And, and you know what, uh, we're here on this earthly plane to, to learn and grow. And so it would not help us if we knew what was, uh, what was up. So since January of this year, I just want to go back a little bit and do some review. It's, it's October and a lot has happened in these past 10 months. So Pretty much everybody's snow globe of life has been shaken up intensely in one way or another as the universe has called us out to change and shift and advance. Astrologically, numero- numerologically, that's a big word, trying to get it out of my mouth. Uh, 2018 has been about really letting go, going within, taking risks, being fearless, living living quote-unquote authentically in our truth and really getting rid of all the stuff that doesn't serve us every it's like we are peeling layer after layer after layer off and it's almost like we're all at a point where we have to we can't not move forward without shedding that skin so I, I wonder have you felt that or experienced that in your life up to this point, spiritual ascension, this concept of spiritual ascension, it's also known as spiritual awakening. It really is a natural evolutionary process, which involves the process of, like I said, shedding the old self, our old skin, and experiencing an inner rebirth. Many people speak about spiritual ascension in terms of being upgraded or rebooted or being elevated in vibrational frequency. All of these terms are a way of referring to the inner evolution and expansion of the mind, heart, and soul. 
As the name implies, y'all, spiritual ascension really is about reaching new heights and transcending old limiting limiting beliefs, limiting habits, limiting mindsets, and ways of being. Spiritual ascension, however, it's not all angels, unicorn, and roses, y'all. It is often accompanied by severe and shocking shifts that result in what's called really the dark night of the soul. I don't know how many of y'all have heard that, um, and I'm going to get into that right now because it's a, it's a fascinating topic and concept, but it's something that y'all need to know to really understand when the ascension process starts, often unbeknownst to you, what it's like, what you can do throughout it, and how to, how to come on the other side of it. The concept of the dark night of the soul has come to be used in a much broader way, in all honesty. What was once a term reserved for people actively going through a spiritual journey really has now come to be easily labeled as anything ranging from a few bad days and a period of depression to the death of a loved one. And boy, I know that one shook my life up when my dad passed. So, but what really is the dark night of the soul? Even back in the 16th century, St. John of the Cross himself was at great pains to distinguish the dark night from mere uh, melancholy or, or depression. After all, the symptoms of the dark night of the soul really aren't that different from depression, in all honesty. But while depression is psychologically, neurologically, biologically rooted, the dark night of the soul, the dark night, heralds a deeply occurring change within known as the spiritual transformation. The ultimate difference between depression and the dark night of the soul is that depression is usually self-centric, whereas uh, the dark night of the soul, the dark night, is philosophical in nature, and it's accompanied by an existential reflection such as, why am I here, what's my purpose, and oh my gosh, what has happened? I've got to look at my life. Also, when a depression ends, not much changes in your life in terms of your beliefs, values, and habits. However, when the dark night of the soul ends, everything in your life is transformed, and life becomes wondrous again. And I'll say a caveat uh, to that is uh, it becomes wonderful again if you have learned from it, if you use the dark night to your advantage. So I often hear clients and friends, and in all honesty, I've asked this in my life uh, at several pivotal times early on, why is pain and suffering necessary? Why do we have to go through these dark nights? People have come to see me as a therapist because they want to change their lives. They can't live the way they've been living, and they don't know how to get out of the pain that they're in, uh, at least on their own accord. That said, I'm going to share some thoughts with you about the usefulness of being in a state of intolerable pain, because I really want you to see the positive purpose of pain in your life. It will also help you understand what ascension is and what it, when it's happening in your life. As I have said in many other podcasts, well, actually try to drill it in your head, y'all, pain is always purposeful. Every day I meet with clients who are stuck in what I call the middle phase of pain. And the middle phase is when they are living in a state of feeling. 
after an event. They're just stuck there. They are, they've become immobilized to an extent. It could be fully where you develop in uh, a clinical depression, or it could be just kind of temporary where you just feel stuck and you, you, you're in a fog and you can't get out from under yourself, but you know something needs to change. And so they reach out to me. I used to have this as my default setting as well. Something would happen, and I didn't know the critical step to immediately move into to get me out of that second uh, phase, to get me out of that pain. I just sat in my shit. I felt vulnerable. I felt powerless, sometimes angry, and other times just truly knocked out depressed. That got me nowhere fast, y'all. And if you're somebody who's experiencing that, where you're just pissed at the world or you're feeling depressed and you believe you can't get out of that nasty cycle, then you need to reach out to me because I know I can help you get out of that. And see what happens when we get, when we become depressed. Depression is uh, the going inward. When we're in pain, y'all, we respond to it in, in typically one of two ways. Okay. There's a third way, but typically one of two ways. First way is that we can go within, we implode. That is depression. When there is a soul focus on self and we do depression with our words, with our physiology, our behavior, and what we focus on, we focus on the sadness. The, the uh, alternative to that is called explosion, where we become aggressive, whether it's verbally or physically or both. That's the explosion where we act out. The third way when we uh, experience pain is to find a way out. Okay. And this is the next critical step. This is phase three. So the critical step would be to move into the action phase of feeling. And many of y'all don't know what the hell I mean by that. And you're like, what is the action phase of feeling? Y'all are feel like, well, I'm already in the action phase of feeling because I'm feeling it so much. But this is the third and most important stage. And it's what I call the what's in it for me stage. Everyone's goal is to use pain. And I mean, milk the shit out of it, in fact, and find its positive purpose. And if you'd like to learn more about this process, I've explained it not only in a previous podcast, which is number 53, how to use your emotional pain for your gain. But I suggest you listen to that. And if you're ready to work the program, so to speak, and get out of your pain and develop skills to use in any other future situation, I urge you to reach out to me. Anyway, let's get back to the dark night of the soul concept and what that has to do with ascension. So referring to my previous comments about this year, 2018, being a significant year for all of us, I want to refer to the planetary activity within, like with solar flares, the lunar activity, full moons, blood moons, blue moons, all that stuff. Seriously, all of this affects our mood and, and, and what we focus on. And I didn't really get it until this year where I really started to not only listen to experts, astrological experts, um, but I had to start learning this for myself because as I am advancing in my gifts and my skills, I am becoming way more affected by all of this stuff. So as we take a closer look 
at the dark night of the soul, we need to understand exactly what this is so that you can use it to your advantage. Most people are blindsided by many of the painful events that occur in their lives. I know I have been truly. And when they experience the ones that break them open, these dark nights, they find themselves in a state of catatonia pretty much for the most part. Uh, Grief can knock you off your feet. Loss, it really does come down to that. People get stuck in the second phase that I was talking about in simply the feeling. And the most important part of the essential process is really missed. When people don't recognize that what's happening in their lives, the events that totally rock you to your core and they alter everything in your life, that is when ascension is taking place. When these seemingly traumatizing events happen, events that trigger feelings of grief, loss, fear, anxiety, and the need, it's like we in the South say, shit or get off the commode, right? That is a dark night of the soul. You, you are at a pivotal point in your life where you're either going to die or you got to change. That's what uh, dark nights are, right? I don't mean the normal range of these feelings of grief and loss and fear and anxiety. I mean the high end of the spectrum, the intolerable pain part of the spectrum. We forget that we're supposed to be going through that stuff and that we're supposed to use it. When you are unexpectedly fired from your job, And you are panicked because you have no clue about how you're going to pay your bills. When the relationship that you've invested all of yourself in blows up in your face for whatever reason, and it comes to an end, whether you have to end it or it comes to an end naturally because somebody else has ended it. When you experience the loss of a loved one, when you get into a car wreck that puts you in the hospital, when you have to face a serious illness, I could go on and on and on about examples. These experiences are all designed for you to take a really hard look at your life and reevaluate. That is what dark night of the soul is. But why does it have to be so painful to create this kind of reevaluation and change? Well, none of us would make those changes if we didn't have the proverbial gun to our heads playing Russian roulette. It's just how it works. And you either take the universe's invitation to saddle up and change directions or you are going to find yourself feeling more miserable than you ever imagined. And I don't want you to be stuck in that phase, phase two. I want you going into phase three. What's in it for me? What do I need to do? Again, listen to that episode, episode 53. My work is completely centered around helping my clients get out of pain and suffering as fast as possible. That is my single mission. That is why I do this podcast. I cannot begin to tell you how many people all over the world, y'all, reach out to me on a daily basis and tell me how listening to the stories I tell, the understanding that I create in explaining human challenges in a very simple way, and the suggestions that I offer to problem solve have helped them change their life. And I have to tell you, I am so grateful when I get those emails, those texts, uh, the, the phone calls. It is, it's, it's a blessing. That means that I'm serving in the way that I need to serve, and that's my goal. That is why I'm talking about this to you today. It is time. 
A true dark night of the soul leaves a long-lasting impact on you. It changes you completely. When you exit a dark night of the soul, you'll discover that something is always taken away from you. But for the better, such as your beliefs, your perceptions, your former meaning in life, or even in rare cases, your ego. And, and I'll tell you, y'all, I want to say something about that. Humility is an amazing thing. And you can't choose to be more humble because when you're pretending that you're choosing to be more humble, your ego is playing a game with you. We become uh, humbled, humiliated, so to speak, okay? Humbled through things that happen outside of our control that take our ego down a bunch of notches. It forces us to push our ego out of the way and to become raw, human beings. There are three ways that spiritual awakenings can occur. The first is at the hands of, of wise teachers, right? These are the teachers that come into our life uh, that bring about pain. I, in my book, The Intuitive Therapist, I talk about one in particular for me. Two, two incidences. One is when I was severely bullied in seventh grade. You can read that story in the book. The second one was when I was 39 and I uh, met this man who uh, was part of me uh, uh, paying my karmic debt. It was the worst relationship I'd ever been in. Rocked me to my core. I experienced PTSD for two years because of it. And I had to do some very, very deep soul-searching work. That is a spiritual awakening. The second way spiritual awakening can occur is through the pursuit of, of soulfully mature people, right? So if we seek out mentors, if we, we're on our spiritual journey and we go learn from people, uh, if y'all have seen the movie, um, eat, pray, love, you'll know that, uh, Julia Roberts character goes to see Katut and this guy is very wise. He's a pretty toothless guy, but she seeks him out for growth. The third uh, is spontaneously due to life experience. It's everything else but these two, right? Everything else but wise teachers, everything else but seeking out soulfully mature people. It's just what we go through. Spontaneous awakenings arrive in a number of ways. Think about this. Terminal diagnosis old age, a near-death experience, a physical accident, the loss of a loved one, a romantic breakup, the destruction of your home or homeland, suicidal depression, or the complete loss of your religious faith, where you just say to yourself, there can't be a God if this has happened. The dark night, y'all, is a herald, an omen of change. It lets us know that we can't continue living the way we have been living. There's no growth, no awakening in life, to life, without first seeing and acknowledging our existing disappointment. You can't. You, you know, it's one of those things I say, you can't uh, know what love is without experiencing hate. You can't have joy without knowing what sadness is like. You can't know light without darkness. 
Acknowledging our disappointment means becoming aware of the deeply held sense of incompletion that we all carry. It means becoming aware that something is desperately missing from our lives. That the, that the experiences, the things that we've experienced or that are, we're going through, even if we're experiencing dark night of the soul now, we know that something very fundamental is at the core level that's out of focus or completely lacking in our lives. And if you look back on your life, those of you who have experienced this, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? You're going to sense that there's so much more possible in your life, even though you don't know exactly what the heck that is. And that's how it's designed. You're not to know what's to come, and you're not to know what's to come after. You're to experience it and grow. One of the most common reasons why dark nights occur and are prolonged is due to what I call kind of mystical experiences or short glimpses of the divine, which spiritual teachers often refer to as grace or samadhi. Okay. Soon afterwards, a person quote unquote loses this experience and is plunged into unhappiness again. This is called the halo effect. It's the afterglow or what the Sufis speak of as the sobriety of union. Why does the halo effect happen? It happens because of the stark contrast between one's rediscovered divine self and the return to one's disconnected and tormented ego self. Think about that. Think about the times that have happened when you have been pummeled into an experience, really, really deep experience that was unexpected. And it's like you snap back from being connected to enlightenment and you snap back and you are back in that ego state in your life, in your shoes. And you're like, wait a minute, I've had a taste of the divine and now I'm back here and I'm unhappy. To the spiritually mature person, the halo effect sets the stage for a future encounter with the transcendental, with God. So to the spiritually mature person, each time these kind of dark nights occur, you become more and more, I guess I'll call it, for lack of a better word, pure, divine. And you come to get in the habit of using these experiences to become closer to the divine. Some of you know exactly what I mean when I say this. You've experienced an up-leveling, and I'll call it that too, of who you are and have formed a closer connection to the divine. You, Your energy is totally shifted, and you've become more of an open channel to receive divine guidance. You've become more enlightened. Your insight has become uh, increased. And really, you're aware of the fact that Everything that happens in your life is purposeful and it's going to help you become a greater version of yourself. It's like you've made an agreement with the universe that you're going to accept whatever happens to you in your life because you know you're going to use it to grow and learn. This is a shift that I've made in my life at various points in my life. It feels like they've kind of coagulated. And in all honesty, the way I think about it, it's a form of surrender. You know these pivotal events are going to happen. You have no clue what they are. You have no clue how they are just going to floor you. 
but because you've experienced several of them, you know you there've got to be more that are coming. However, for the less prepared seeker, the glimpse into the divine stirs up stirs up even more distress as old habits, obsessions, thoughts and behaviors reappear. Now, such a person realizes that that well, you've got a long, complex and demanding uh, road ahead. A task of purification and transformation is ahead for you. In spiritual alchemy, there's a word for this called salutio, putting all of the hard stuff in the waters of reflection, like your ideas, your habits, things like that, where it dissolves and breaks apart. It shows itself for what it is, and it gives you the opportunity for a fresh start. The solution, which is, that's what we're calling the solutio, the solution to one's suffering and disconnection from the divine realm can be any method of cutting away, dislodging, disintegrating, and clearing old pieces of your life away so that you can begin fresh. Simply put, if you're in pain, and you are not plugged into the purity of spirit, you're going to stay in pain. That's what being in pain is when you're not plugged in. Essentially, the dark night is a process of shedding away your old home and going in search of a new one. Understandably, this process requires a huge leap of faith into the unknown, which can come at quite a sudden and frightening pace. Please don't be thrown off by the life-altering experiences. They can be very scary and warrant our full consent in order for us to recover and revive our spiritual heart. But you can recover, and not only that, you can redesign your life for it to be better. How do I know this? Because I've done it over and over and over again. And I've helped hundreds of people do it too. I'd love to help you. If you feel like you are really experiencing a moment in your life that has broken you open and you don't know what to do with it and you know that there's got to be something to this pain, reach out to me because I can help. Reach out either at my office number 404-558-3971 or via email janice at janicerkohen.com been there, done that, and come out on the cool side of the pillow, y'all. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode of the Intuitive Therapist podcast about spiritual ascension. If you'd like a reading, reach out to me, 404-558-3971, or email Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. Please, if this has been helpful, hop on over to iTunes, go to the rate and review section, and please leave a rating and review few sentences about how this uh, podcast has impacted you. I'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, I love the reviews and ratings I'm getting. It's so exciting to see uh, how this is growing pretty fast, which I'm so grateful. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 